0: You're listening to Not Another Wellness Podcast with Natalie Dellinger, a place where passion speaks for itself and inspire people, share their stories. Thanks for listening. And yeah, it's a wellness podcast.
1: Every Saturday morning, I have a little reminder that goes off on my phone. It's on my calendar, um, 9 a.m. every Saturday morning that says, choose a life that makes your soul shine.
0: Welcome to Not Another Wellness Podcast. This is Natalie Dellinger. Today's episode, number 11, is with Jameson Van Lone from Mycona Foods. And I had such a great time getting to know Jameson and hearing her incredible story. She's done so many things for such a young person, and she's super inspiring. I just find her energy to be contagious, and she's so kind-hearted. And she's going into business with Sarah from The Occupy. episode a couple episodes back if you haven't listened to that one you definitely want to check it out because we go into adaptogens in that episode and we also talk about adaptogens in this episode and the two are really closely tied together so without further ado this is episode number 11 I hope all of you are having a fantastic day wherever you are whatever you're doing and I hope you enjoy Jameson founder of Micana and before we even talk about what that is we're gonna pull intention cards because these are amazing and I've been using them a lot Um, and Jameson has actually ordered them I just ordered them on Amazon three minutes ago (laughs) because she's been thinking about it and now we're fine now she finally is um, gonna dive in so why don't you pick one that kind of speaks to you I need a good one today Mine says, I
1: choose love no matter what.
0: Oh my gosh. I know. Sarah chose that. Really? Yes. <gasps> Sarah, we're meant to be. Wow.
1: That's that is awesome.
0: crazy. Sarah chose the same card. That's right. I listened to the podcast. <laughs> I remember that now. Oh my gosh. I choose love no matter what. Okay, so I chose, I honor how I want to feel. Ooh, that's I've been good getting one. really, uh, really narrowing down. The cards I've been choosing, even the tea I've been drinking happens to just speak to me so, in such a very specific way. Um, and for this, for me, is really important because I've turned a corner and realizing that I have needs that I wasn't addressing for so long um, or f- ways I wanted to feel that I was kind of suppressing. And it came up very recently, but it's so interesting to keep getting these little reminders, like focus on what you actually need and not the needs of others and this like very self-love. I mean it's been coming up everywhere. So it's the universe me. is telling you. Yeah. Seriously. So thanks, Gabby, for that burn seed. <laughs> oh, I love this. Yeah. So that's that's fun. great. So I can't wait to hear all about what you have started. And you just started your own company recently, right? Yeah, we are about 15 months
1: in. I have a healthy meal delivery service. Um, and I am a chef by trade. Um, have been a chef for god over 10 years now, and
0: this is my new little venture, and I yeah. love it. So, what did you do before you were chef? So, and where are you from? So, tell me a little background. Sure. Um, I
1: actually was born and sort of raised in Darien, so just down the road. But I actually spent a lot of my life in Fiji um, Because my mom is from Fiji and my parents divorced when I was young, Um, so I sort of had the back in life of like two completely different worlds. If you can imagine, like Darien, Connecticut to the Fiji Islands. Yes. Yeah. So, um, which was such a blessing because it gave me this this amazing opposites and all of these things that I got to draw from. But grew up there and then post. I mean, fast forward. Post college, graduated, and honestly, at the time, I had no idea what I was going to do with my life, and I really. I guess I really thought, which is so crazy that I thought this at the time, because it's so not me right now, but I thought that I should be a lawyer. I was like, I'm going to go to law school and do this, and thank God did not choose that path, <laughs> um, yeah. decided to go to culinary school instead, because I loved cooking, and I'd always loved cooking. I never really thought of it as a career or something you could do, and went to culinary school, and... Did
0: uh, you go to? Sorry, I didn't drop. But where no, where yeah. was culinary school? Because I know there's a few big ones around here.
1: There are. Um, I actually went to the Institute of Culinary Education in Manhattan, yes. also known as ICE, and it was best experience. So much fun! Mm. I loved every single second of it.
0: Was that after college? You had already done your undergrad, or yeah. was that in place?
1: Um, after college, I so I had watch. graduated and. That's yeah. When I thought that I was going to go to law school,
0: did you have any ideas of what you wanted, to, where you wanted to take that? Like, oh no, I knew nothing. I feel like
1: every <laughs> step of my life, I'm like, we'll figure it out.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. yeah, not everyone has like a set idea.
1: Yeah, um, and I feel like I'm much more the risk taker in life. I, you know, kind of always choose the off-beaten path. And um, but yeah, culinary school was amazing and gave me this. I mean. Most people, if you're looking to be a chef, you don't have to go to culinary school. It's super expensive. Um, you can work your way through a kitchen and learn everything that I learned. But um, it was a great, like, fast forward through working through the kitchen and,
0: mm-hmm. and... learning a lot. Yeah.
1: And I have literally had every job in the
0: yeah, culinary I, world. That was my next question. What was your first job post school, Or did you work at the same time? Did um, you have any... So
1: I actually did an internship for a restaurant in New York City for a while and hated every second of it it was and I think it's because I just wasn't meant to be in a space where you're sort of berated a lot and that's I mean it is true like in the kitchen and granted there are chefs out there that are super tough and can take it but I feel like I mean obviously based on my cards today I'm a person that like comes from like love and kindness yeah. and like treat people with respect um and that is not always how restaurant life is and I think I have like a softness to me but at the same time like I just don't take, I was just going to cuss. I don't take take things lying down. You know, if someone's going to be disrespectful for me, it's hard for me to sit and take it. And I don't know. I think it's an ego thing is what I always like. Chefs have like super egos. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they, they use that as a platform to sort of feel
0: powerful, feel power. Yeah.
1: In the kitchen. And so, Needless to say, restaurant work did not last long for me, (laughs) Yeah, Um, and I went into catering after that, actually out in Connecticut. Catered for a while. From catering, I went to personal chefing. I was a personal chef for a long time.
0: For like a family? Yeah.
1: Actually, I did two families in Darien and like loved it.
0: That's so cool. I've never met anybody who was a personal chef. That's such interesting.
1: I know. And like one of the families I still like stay in touch with, and I love, like their kids are all grown up and amazing. And yeah, I just, it was a great experience. What is that? that?
0: Um, I'm just curious. What does that entail? Is that dinners? Is that every meal? Like what, um,
1: the two families were actually different. One family liked all of their lunches and dinners prepared. They kind of like breakfast was chaos with the kids in the morning. Um, and the other family was just dinners because the kids, um, were a little bit older and but he wanted to have like family time Mm -hmm. every dinner. So
0: Wow! Yeah, cool experience. Like yeah, I can imagine. I loved.
1: I loved doing that. That was great. And then post that, I actually worked for Place and Daria and Palmer's mm, um, the market. The market, right? yes. So we did all of their prepared foods, their catering division, and stuff like that. Okay. And I was the executive sous chef there. And then I actually left there randomly. Somebody I was dating at the time took me to Costa Rica, and I fell in love with the Costa Rican life. And I ended up opening a restaurant there. So I had a restaurant in Costa Rica for a few years. That was a really great experience. I mean, that sort of, that all is what led me into what I'm doing now, just Mm -hmm. sort of having this really healthy life. I mean, when I was in Costa Rica, you know, you sort of, you take a step back from all of the chaos of living in Connecticut and outside of New York City and things like that. It's just, you know, you live by the sunrise and the sunset. Like those are the important things Mm -hmm. of the day. And it really gave me perspective on my life and what I wanted, and sort of making choices that are happy-making, and I loved, loved, loved. I lived there for five years. Every second of it, I miss it so much. It was oh my amazing. Gosh.
0: Yeah. So I've been to Costa Rica, and it's so much like the fresh fruits and the coconuts, yes, and the beach and the just a very easygoing lifestyle. But they're just happy because they just. Well, and they're in a beautiful place. I think that helps. A <laughs> yeah, bit no, too. it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't hurt when you wake up to the beach every day. Yeah. Um, Where was your restaurant in Costa Rica? It was in
1: um, a little surf town called Playa Grande, which okay. is just north of Tamarindo. Which I feel like a lot of people know the Tamarindo. I
0: actually have been to Playa Grande. Oh, there's really? A big um, turtle. Yes, place it's there. a turtle
1: sanctuary. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: um, yeah the leatherbacks. They yeah, have, they, they nest there. Been there. That's, That's so, so funny. funny. Yes, it is a tiny town. I think there's like maybe 130 people that live there full time, like full year round. Uh
0: Yeah. What kind of food was your restaurant there?
1: Um, so I called it beach fusion for lack of a better term. Um, but it was essentially, we were a brunch spot and we did two dinners a, a week. Mostly we did breakfast and lunch and we, I took sort of the idea of the classic American breakfast, like eggs Benedict, and then put the Latin twist on it. So, you know, you would have one of my best sellers was our eggs Benedict with Avocado and jalapeno hollandaise sauce. And it was, yeah, it was delicious. Oh, God, now I want to eat it. (laughs) Oh, my God, that sounds amazing. Wow. Okay, Um,
0: so that was five years mm -hmm. in Costa Rica, living full-time. Yeah. Just from going there once, basically.
1: Yeah, and so, like I said, I kind of (laughs) don't really have the life (laughs) plan, so I, you know, it was great to sort of pick up and go, and I cherish that experience so much. And then... Yeah, how'd you get back? I was going to (laughs) say... Then I actually, when my restaurant was coming up, I had a three-year lease on it. And when it was coming up to close, I happened to meet the person that I'm dating now. And yeah, I feel like I chose love no matter what back to my card yeah, <laughs> and came back. yeah. Um, and so came back here and then was like, well, what am I going to do with my life?
0: Yeah. And good question.
1: I, yeah. Open another restaurant or yeah, there's like. Yeah. And I babysat uh, for a while trying to figure out like what direction I should go in. And I knew I didn't want to get back into restaurants, even though having my own, I loved, I just couldn't imagine being in somebody else's here. And so it was sort of this, like, let's start coming up with ideas and just writing them out on post-it notes and (laughs) figuring it out. And I kept coming back to this, I guess at the time I was really struggling with how to stay healthy here. Like it, in Costa Rica, it's, you know, there's yoga on the beach and, Mm -hmm. and I have friends that just like, they were CrossFit trainers in the U S and they came down there. So they would just like have friends meet on the beach and work out. And everything was like free, or you paid $5, you bought somebody a smoothie after class to make up for it. And I came back here and I was like, Oh my gosh, yoga is so expensive. And you know, I have to go to Whole Foods to buy organic and, you know, and it was just this crazy, I just felt like I was losing that the Pura Vida essentially. Yeah. Um, Days were passing me by and I wasn't getting, like you said, the grounding. Like I wasn't going to sunset at five thirty and meeting friends and new humans and you know, and so I was like, God, I really need to get back to this lifestyle and how can I take that and make it my work and my passion? And so the idea of my kind of foods was born because I was like, you know, I want to sort of give accessibility to that healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be, I mean, forgive me for all like the dietitians and nutritionists and all these people out there, but you know, it doesn't have to be counting your calories and stressing out and, Oh God, I just ate a donut. What am I going to do with my mm-hmm. life? You know, like it, it can be about moderation. And I think that's what Maikana does. We just try to do super healthy food, everything in moderation and, um, and delicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so
0: what does Maikana mean? How did you get the name? So actually Maikana
1: means come and eat in Fijian. So oh, great. it's, and actually every time, like when I opened my restaurant, it was called mamasa. I always pick words that are sort of drawn, like from my heritage, um, from my Fijian culture. Cause it's really important to me. Um, and if Fiji wasn't so freaking far away, <laughs> I would be there much more often, yeah, but yeah. it's on the other side of the world. So I try to draw from that as much as possible.
0: Very cool. So did you start this completely on your own? With I, the knowledge you had of being a chef?
1: Yeah. Like, how do I
0: make this a meal service? How do you, how do you get to that stage? Honestly,
1: I have no idea. Like I just did it. It was like, and I feel like this is how I approach most things. It's just like tackling what you can every day. You know, I remember there were days where I was so overwhelmed and I was like, I don't understand. And I think it took me six months to even find a commercial kitchen, you know, and that was a big hurdle. It was one of those things where I just kind of every day I was like, okay, today I have to figure out how to do a website, you know, cause if the company is completely digital. So right it was um it was a big learning curve yeah. especially cuz I I just know kitchen work and i mean having a restaurant gives you a little bit of business background but it was also a restaurant in costa rica it's not a restaurant in new york right. city so it's not i didn't have this plethora of knowledge
0: to run my own business that's but, exactly what sarah from the acupuncture yes. um, episode said she was like you go to the acupuncture school and then you have to hit the ground running and start your own company and it's almost like there should be so much more training on that, but a lot of it is just figure it out. You have to learn how to make the website and the LLC and all that stuff. And how do you, how do you dive into that? Do you kind of start Google? Like, how do I make a website um, yes. for if my you, company? Yeah. <laughs> if
1: you looked at my Google history that like those six months, <laughs> that's definitely what it was. It yeah. was like, what is an LLC? How do I do this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, think i um, the
0: internet in that way.
1: I know such a blessing and a curse, but yeah, it was sort of just tackling one thing at a time. How am I going to do this? where am I going to get food? Where am I going to do this? Where I, it was, you know, and it took me, I guess, almost eight months until I opened. Cause I think I started doing it in March and then I opened mid end of November.
0: Yeah. And this so. is back what, like 2016 or? Yes.
1: So November, 2016 we opened. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: I love what I do every day.
0: So what do you do every day? <laughs> How does um, it work?
1: well actually people I think are always surprised that I, run the entire business by myself so my day in a nutshell is I wake up super super early in the morning prep and make all the food because that's part of like our business model is that our food is made like this fresh day. the day that you get the delivery and so I prep and make all the food I am out the door by eight forty-five to start my deliveries at 9 a.m deliver from like 9 to twelve ish um depending when my how many how busy I am and we currently deliver Darien, New Canaan, Norwalk, and we have a pickup fridge at Lululemon of Greenwich for orders outside of our delivery area. But then I essentially get back on the hamster wheel and do it all over again, getting all the food, prepping everything, and then I usually start answering emails late at night, and then go back to sleep for a few hours and wake wow. up and do it again.
0: So, yeah. you're, are you the main? Not soul, are you the sole chef?
1: Yeah, I do so all you of the, Prepare all, all the, the orders food. that go out. Yes, wow. everything.
0: Where is yeah. the kitchen located? Um, we I actually sublease a kitchen um, out of Norwalk. Okay, yeah. so it's not too far away. Yeah. yeah. How do you make the menu? How do you figure out what you're gonna and what are people what are people expecting when they sign up for this? I think, actually, a lot of
1: people are always really shocked when they go on my website and are like, "Oh, like I wasn't expecting this," you know, because I think it it does sound and it is enticing healthy food. It's not like, you know. Kale and quinoa. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a lot of um, elements to it, which I think people um, are happily surprised about. But planning the menu is actually one of my favorite things. If I could get paid to just write menus all the time, that would be amazing. I love writing menus. Maybe someday, in the I future. know. <laughs> oh, wow. But it's one of those things where I try to stay seasonal as best I can. Uh, we always have like random things that are not in season, but that work with the flavor profile. Um, but yeah, we try to be seasonal. We always I try to figure out what looks good out there in the world at the time. I spend a lot of time in grocery stores and farmer's markets
0: and random places because that's where I source all my food right now. So how many deliveries do you think you average on a a day? And Does Um, it change or is it kind of people sign up? Is it daily? Is it... Like, so we actually, everything is sort of a la carte. So people don't have
1: to sign up for every single day. Um, you know, if they just want to try one bowl or one parfait, we will deliver it to you because we want people to try our food. A lot of people tend to order multiple days just because they, I think they are like, Ooh, I'm going to eat healthy this week. We do anywhere between, I mean, and it depends. I feel like the beginning of the week, it is like people are like, Oh yeah, I'm eating healthy. So like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is like crazy busy. And then Thursday, Friday it tapers off when people are like, And now How I'm back off to <laughs> yeah. you.
0: Tonight for which is party, whatever.
1: And it's so funny, I have a friend who owns a company called Unbakables, which is a raw um cookie dough company. And so they obviously do like sweets and the not so healthy side of things. But she was like, it's so funny that your busiest busy are the beginning of work. She's like, those are our slowest. She's like, but Thursday, Friday, she's like, we are killing it in sales. So, so yeah.
0: Wow. That's so, that's so true. Even from my own life, I'm thinking about how good I am at packing lunch, like Monday through Wednesday. And then Thursday's the day where I'm like, well, today I might just go to the cafeteria. Like it <laughs> whatever. And Friday is like a free for all. Like you can't, I can't guarantee you Friday. I'm yeah. my lunch. Friday's like maybe <laughs> that's really funny. That's like, that's a theme. That's yeah. I can definitely see that. Okay. So then how early do you get the orders? I mean, how early do people have to decide they want a meal from you?
1: Um, so our cutoff time to order for the next day is 3 PM. So if it was, if you want a delivery on Tuesday, you have to order by Monday at 3 PM. Um, Because you have to go to the store. Yes, I have have to know know what I... Yeah, exactly. And I'm really (sighs) big on not wasting things, like, almost to a fault. Like, I'm a crazy person. Like, if I have, like, leftover soups, I'm, like, calling everyone I know. And I'm like, everybody has to eat this. Like, I don't want it to go to waste. Knowing that I have what I need to, know, like, make by 3 p.m., I rarely have food left over, you know. And if I do, it's something that I eat, you know, for dinner. So it's really nice to not have all the kitchen waste.
0: It's good to hear that you at least adopt that in your own business. Like how can I make this sustainable for the environment too? I'm not going to be buying more than I need to. And also saves, probably saves you money. And then you, you have to be a really good planner, I imagine, to plan out these meals. Like, yeah. how much do I actually need? And So then you have that going on. And I know you're starting a new collaboration with Sarah mm. from the acupuncture episode. If you haven't listened to that episode, by the way, go back. Yes, please. Listen to Sarah. She's then you'll understand. amazing. Yeah, she is amazing. And she pulled... I just can't believe you guys pulled the same I can't card. I 52 cards. But... <laughs> so she was telling me that you had started talking about an adaptogen company or a... Kind of like the... You tell me, you yeah. know what it was about, but, um, so Sarah and I had met
1: at an event that we did, um, together at Interlight wellness, actually in Darien, which is an amazing place. You I haven't have not been there to make it there. I have yeah. I'm, I follow them on Instagram and I'm dying to go. Yes. And they have amazing Instagram. I love them. They do. Um, they do. and so we met there and I really, I mean, I actually had never done acupuncture because I am terrified of needles <laughs> and, Sarah was like, so sweet and was like, let's just try, you know, we'll try one in your ear. It'll be fine. I decided to bite the bullet and (laughs) and did it. And the first few minutes I was like, oh yeah, this feels amazing. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh no, I think I'm going to pass out. (laughs) I was like, I literally had to like fly her down and be like, take them out, take them out. (laughs) Um, but I did it, which was exciting. I I feel like I'm one of those people. I'm like, if you have a fear, you've got to
0: face it. Yeah. Um, and figure out why it's fear. Yeah. It's not. Yeah.
1: I just really loved her energy and I loved what she was doing. And at the time I had been using, um, some adaptogens and like just had noticed it a lot in the health world and how it's becoming this like big boom. Um, and so I reached back out to her and I was like, would you want to meet and like talk about stuff? And I don't know, see where we can go from here. And so we started talking and I was like, I really want to do an adaptogen powder line or something that we can sort of something that will enhance both of our businesses because we both we both work crazy hours and put a lot of energy and passion into what we do um but I want to expand my kana I don't want it to just be a meal delivery service I want it to you know have products with shelf life and I want to be able to mail it na- nationwide and yeah. um and I love what adaptogens do for your body like it really it, it not that it's changed my life or something like so dramatic, but it, they just, they make me feel good. Um, and I use a lot of different adaptogens that I just throw into my smoothies or into my teas that I'm drinking, like my tea now. Um,
0: what do you have in your tea now?
1: It has moringa powder.
0: Moringa powder? Yeah. Oh, I've never heard of that. This um, is fun. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's... Um,
0: what tea, what's the tea bag Oh, stuff?
1: this is actually, um, it's a kava tea. So, which is actually... a in Fiji, it's a big, um, kava is actually what they like drink to get tipsy, but they use it in the health and wellness world. as like a stress reliever because it is, it does like, um, yeah, Yeah. calm you down. Mm -hmm. I know I needed to be calm because I was nervous about this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. So I added, um, moringa powder to this and actually, usually I add our own adaptogen blends to it, but I have run out. I've (laughs) used all of it that I have. Um, but yeah, so Sarah and I met up and we got to talking and we decided to come up with this adaptogen powder line and we have hopefully coming out in like April 1st, which is so soon. So soon. I know. I can't wait. It's like two um, weeks away. I know. And so we have an, one for energy, one for relaxing, and then we have our super chai.
0: I think she was drinking that when I met her. She was drinking the super, super chai. Yeah. I'm pretty sure.
1: The super chai is really good. Yeah. I love it.
0: Moringa. What does moringa do specifically, um, or how, what's the benefit?
1: So, um, moringa is supposed to be like an immune immunity booster. Um, it's just really good, sort of antioxidant adaptogen for overall wellness. Actually, and we have moringa powder in our super chai. Each blend has a different herbal. Benefit, yeah, I yeah. Know. I mean, thanks to Sarah, cause she's a genius with like Chinese herbal medicine. Yes. Her concoctions of figuring out the blends. Um, of, you know, reishi, mushroom, reishi mushrooms and chaga and ashwagandha and all of these. Now, I feel like they're very um,
0: keywords in the, in the health they and wellness. They are buzzwords. Yeah, or exactly. They are. And that's what we were talking about is how they sound so foreign to a lot of people, including myself. And I see them in, on the shelves and places like Whole Foods or in drinks. And you're like, what is this? But it's been around forever. She was saying, it's been around forever, but now. It's coming into more of the modern wellness uh, world, and it's so important. And it's so, the benefits are so strong that people are really catching on to it, mm-hmm. which is great. I
1: think it's so nice when things like this uh, I mean, with the adoption powders or whatever it is that, you know, they become more mainstream because it really does open this door into the, like a healthy world. I don't think, I mean, 10 years ago, if somebody was like, have some Moringa powder with some ashwagandha, you would have been like, you're crazy. (laughs) Um, But now, you know, with companies like Moon Juice and all of these other big, um, big brands, like pushing it out there.
0: yeah, Which is cool. So April 1st, you'll be able to get these. And these are, these are individual servings or is it like a container Uh, of the powder?
1: Yeah, it's a container of the powder and you can add it. I add it to my tea. You can add it to your smoothies.
0: Salad um, dressings? <laughs> salad know?
1: dressings, yeah. Um, I actually bake with them a lot. Um, I make muffins and stuff oh, with cool. them.
0: Yeah. That's such a good idea, and I love that you're adapting your brand and you're building it out, and that's such a smart... I think that's such a good move right now. That's like what... What I try to do
1: with Mykana is making the healthy world accessible. So like, okay, if you're not going to be home and can't get a Power Bowl and you can't eat the foods, but you can have these powders at home and add them to your coffee and you're running out the door, that right there, like adds a health benefit to your day. and Um, it makes you feel better. Yeah. And it's all about, I mean, for example, like every Friday I'm such a cheese ball, but I send out an email blast to the people on my, my subscribers and I do like a little like mental health, like this is what I've been thinking this week and this is what happened. And I need to like explain, you know, gratitude and whatever I'm feeling. Um, so it's a little blip into my life, but it's just like, it's all about having the mental health, the physical health, you know, because it's hard to fit it all in one day. It you is.
0: Know? And I have started doing little mini episodes on this podcast because I love the interviews, but there's things I just feel like sharing. Yeah. And it's so amazing to have a platform to share that kind of thing, first of all. But secondly, some days, and this is kind of what we were talking about earlier, you feel like you, something has really helped you. You felt really inspired by something you read or, and you're like, if I felt inspired by this and I can share it and one other person feels like it gave them some kind of comfort, that's amazing. That's what you your job, doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and it's funny, the amount of responses I get on Fridays when I send that email blast out, it's, I mean, it's amazing. And I love my clients. They're so great, but it's just so affirming that, you know, my words actually mean something to yeah. someone that
0: day yeah and that's and and we all need like those leaders in that way i think we need to be told it ourselves we need to pull these sometimes i need an intention card i need to read my yogi tea. <laughs> yeah. I need to find a post on instagram and i reread it and i go back to it and um, it's such a beautiful way to find guidance i think agreed I mean, this it's hard to grow up and yeah. figure out how to Stay sane.
1: I was, was going to say, every Saturday morning, I have a little reminder that goes off on my phone. It's on my calendar, um, 9 a.m. every Saturday morning, that says, Choose a life that makes your soul shine. And I think that's so important. Um, and it's my reminder every Saturday when I'm like starting to like delve into the, oh God, I've got so much work to do to like get ready for mm-hmm. Monday. And I'm like, No, you have to choose a life that makes you happy.
0: And it sounds so. like you are. And that's so inspiring. Oh, Can and I I can't I wait I'm to trying to share to. this with people. <laughs> Uh, so tell the your website how you know, how people can find you yeah, if they so, Um
1: we, the company's name is Mykana Foods, which a lot of people don't know how to spell. Yeah, so, it's, uh, yeah, it's M A I K A N A. And so, the website is www.myconafoods.com. And I feel like a lot of people always have a lot of questions. So, feel free to email me. It's hello at myconafoods.com. Soon, we're going to have our adaptogen line out. So, yes. check that out I April can't 1st. Wait for that.
0: I'm totally on board. I'll be your first customer. Yay. <laughs> you probably already have your first. I'll be your second. <laughs> Awesome, um and do you have Instagram? We do. Yeah,
1: Mykana Foods is our Instagram. It's our Facebook, our Twitter. Although I'm the worst at tweeting, and so yeah, Instagram. Actually, I feel like that's where people tend that's to find point. me. Yeah, because the food photos. Yeah, get them every time. Yeah,
0: yeah, perfect. Well, that's good, especially uh, if you're listening and you're local to what were you saying, Norwalk.
1: Um, we deliver in Norwalk, Darien, Darien New Canaan. And then we have our pickup fridge at Lululemon of Greenwich, so you yeah. can order and it gets delivered there, and then you just go pick it up.
0: Yeah. And if you're not local and you still want to get be on this adaptogen uh, train, you can order. Yeah. So you can order these. Um, I do you call them? Elixirs or blends or yeah, powders? We, yes, we call them our super blends. And you'll you'll be able to send that to. And that, yeah, we can send
1: nationwide, which I'm really excited about. Really yeah, awesome. Well, I can't wait for
0: that. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for time. having
1: me on here. I feel so <laughs> special and honored. And your
0: home is beautiful, by the way. It's so <laughs> nice. To, it's such a nice space. Um, thank you. Definitely can tell there's inspire inspiration around. Oh, I thank feel you. that. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jameson. That was such a great conversation. I had a really good time getting to know you as well. And Everyone, if you're local, check out my kind of foods, stay tuned for the adaptogen blend. And I'm so excited for that. If you can't tell, as far as the podcast goes, I'm thrilled that you listened to this episode. So make sure you tell your friends about it. I would love to hear from each and every one of you. If you have any feedback or comments or things you liked or didn't like, and you want to let me know, you can send me an email another wellness podcast at gmail.com connect with me on social media I am really trying to grow this podcast and make it the best it can be and a lot of it comes from my own self-journey so I appreciate every one of you for listening and next week we're gonna have another wellness tidbit kind of update about life in general and then coming up I have some really fun interviews scheduled and I'm so excited to record them and share them with y'all so peace love blessings be well be healthy I'll see you next week bye guys